Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, S. McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? Man, just trying to buy these Funko Pops, man. How about yes, you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to my son, Aiden, man. But this is an HP53 production. We do not take your lessons lightly. Make sure you follow us on all socials. That's TikTok, IG, our threads. I'm sure Sarah got us all over the place at Super Duper Pod, S U P A D P A P O D, and online at hp53productions.com for our merch and also additional content such as the Father Good Podcast and the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast with our own S. McMahon. You guys record this week? We did. Uh, we recapped the uh, uh, championship Sunday games. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore over, excuse me, Kansas City over Baltimore. I get that wrong. Yeah, and uh, and San Francisco over the Lions. So I recapped that. Talked a little bit about the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, pumped up. Yeah, man, it should be a good Super Bowl. But guess what I'm not doing? Betting against Patrick Mahomes won't, won't do that, man. I actually think I might. Oh, boy. Well, hey, man. Best to you. Won't I be might. me. Won't the, line be. Right, the line right now is one. Hey, well, I guess you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. While Ezra's was losing money, make sure you listen to more of that on the Easy Smoke and uh, GM, <laughs> GM podcast. Hey, before we jump into the show, as I do want you to talk, because it's Black History Month. Shout out to y'all, Black History Month. Definitely going to talk about something every week during Black History Month. We usually kind of talk about Black history and Black culture most shows, but, you know, want to pay special attention to it. Because with the Grammys and the All-Star Game that S doesn't watch and the Super Bowl, you know, things can get (laughs) things can get lost that it's actually Black History Month. And then people start running and scrambling to do some kind of event that they did last year. They just dust off the old event and do something from the last week and go, happy Black History Month. And then it's March. So uh, we're going to definitely want to say, but you, as, tell us a bit about the Nat Geo show that you were watching. Oh, so it's uh, Genius MLKX uh, on Nat Geo. And it's basically a, uh, a biographical drama, mm-hmm. would you call it? I guess that's what you would call it, uh, yeah. just on the lives of, of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Uh, it premiered tonight as we're recording on uh Thursday the first. Uh, it looks looks pretty good. It looks pretty. First two episodes premiered uh tonight, so yeah. Uh, definitely think uh you should try to tune in and and check it out. Looks like now, it's worth how, watching. How many episodes? That's a good question. I guess it's eight episodes. Okay. Well, either way, something something cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. So check it out during Black History Month on on that geo. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, again, make sure you check out the Easy Smoke and GM podcast and all of our podcasts and content wherever you are getting this podcast. So as of course we just talked about it, like Super Bowl is in another week or so. So we're going to be talking nonstop about football. And I'm just giving y'all a heads up: the Chipmunks' birthday is coming up soon. So it's going to be heavy Chipmunks in about a week. 
So I don't apologize. You know, they're going to be 12. And that's why I kept these kids alive for 12 years. Listen, as I know, I've said this for sure on the pod. I had to get my insurance changed because I had it for five years. I didn't think I was going to live past five. I was like, eh, they'll make it. It's cool. You know, and then when I got to, they got to six, I was like, oh, I have to update this insurance. I'm alive. <laughs> they're, they're still here. So, you know, shout out to the chipmunks. They'll be doing a, do some birthday stuff for sure. But the Grammys are coming up, man, because the Lakers and the Clippers are on the road show for the Grammys. And, you know, I, I don't know. How do you feel about award shows? I know we'll talk about it much, but do you watch award shows? Rarely. Yeah. Rarely do I watch them. Um I usually try to catch the the end of the uh of the Academy Awards, but that's about it. I never, you know what, never I've never watched the Grammys. Really? Never? Never, no. Not like maybe I caught a little bit. Yeah. You know, every every so often. But yeah, I'm not a I gotta tune into the Grammys guy, no. That's wild, man. So I, just because, like, I really, I love music, and I and I, mean, I know you do too. But I think just there was a point I really was watching the Grammys all the time, or, or at least like popping in for. It used to be like an event, but I feel like it seemed like there was a point there were so many award shows as it kind of got like there was a war show season. You know what I'm saying? It was like kind of like yeah, yeah. The year was awards, and you just had the rest of the year. Now it's like an award show every month. You know, so every couple of weeks. People ain't even showing. They know it's like when people stop showing up to the awards, it was like, oh, okay. So what's if they not showing up? What's the point of us caring? But Sunday, think, could, go ahead. I was gonna say, as a kid, remember the American Music Awards? It was a big. It was like a big deal. It was like the yeah. big TV man. I, 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 we did watch that, and I think that was for whatever reason, it felt like it was bigger than the Grammys. It probably oh my God. it was, and it felt like yeah. the performances were better. Yeah. It's, like you say, to your point. And, the, and as a kid, yeah. the Grammys bored me, I think that's is what it was. And so <laughs> I never got into it. Now, I don't know the history of American musicals because now that changed to the Billboard Awards, I think. That's what the, it's the same, that's the same awards. Am I right? I don't know about that. But, might but, be. But I, but I, but I, I know, think, so I the I American, right. the American Music Awards, that was Dick Clark's show. Right. But I think they merged with the Billboard Awards. What but see, Bill the Billboard Awards, even if this is wrong, the Billboard Awards, you know, what I like about it is like it's the stats, you know what I'm saying? It's the numbers. Cause and it was actually an article I read or or, or some book, but it was saying how no, it was, it was a podcast I was listening to. Shout out to um what's the guy's name? Plain English, Derek Thompson, one of the smartest guys out there. He I love, he's on the ring. I listen to that podcast all the time. I learned a lot from him. He did a part about just the changes in music and like how it went from, you know, the melodies and whatnot, like why he shows the scientific trends over the years. Okay. And they were saying one thing that changes Billboard, the numbers like years ago weren't really offered based off of record sales. It was like they were just telling you that, you know, this record was number one and you just believed it. Then they started making off of record sales. That's when hip hop and country just started shooting up. You remember Garth Brooks was selling Tim. It's like, how is he selling? How is he number one? But he was selling 10 million records. And then same thing with hip hop. It was like, oh, these white suburban kids are also buying these records. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's when it really became these, this is the popular music genre that's out here. So all that to say, it really wasn't necessarily like this voting thing. I mean, you know, still some voting too, but it was like, hey, this was just the best selling record this year. And it's something that we all like and we all enjoy, man. But the Grammys do feel like they're more stuffy. But the truth is, I know people be like, I don't care about the Grammys until they get one. 
right? Until they get one, they don't care. But just a few stats about the Grammy. So it's on Sunday, February 4th. It's the 66th, 66th Grammys. It'll be on CBS. We'll also be streaming live on Paramount+. Plus. Um, we like Peacock over here, right? It's, that's, that's, that's right. Absolutely. Like, you know, boo, Paramount+. Plus. You might be sold anyway. A new category is this year. Best African music performances. That cracked me up. I don't know why. I was like, all of Africa. Y'all can fight over this one award. Just have at it. <laughs> like, geez, man. Um, best alternative jazz album and best pop dance recording. What is alternative jazz? So it's funny you say it. So I listen to a podcast. It's a lot of podcasts. Clearly, I do. I so see. apparently, it's like, it's not just the instrumentation per se. Like just it, it's like you use other methods of music to still make jazz. And like uh, Robert Glasper, right? They, they he was saying that's the episode I listened to. It was uh, R&B Money, and there was he was talking about how they changed some of the rules because of him because the way I don't know if you listen to a lot of Robert Glasper. If if you I still I've heard I've heard him before. Suggestion put on Robert Glasper like a Spotify. Like, like just let it play and listen to his music. It's it's great. And it's like pure jazz to like he does a lot of RB albums, some hip-hop production. You know, he got a great story. Listen to that episode of RB Money about him. It was pretty cool. Um, but he was talking about just how because his music blends into different genres, it's not just this classical jazz that we hear. You know, when you think of jazz, thinking like, you know, big band, what have you, or John Coltrane, Kenny G. But then also it's like Robert Glasper, but he fits in so many other different angles. Um, so real quick, gonna go into the nominations. So I mean, do you, I mean even though I know you say you don't watch it, but do you kind of keep track of who who's winning Grammys or whatnot? I still don't care. No. You know okay. what else? I, I just thought about something else. They did not embrace hip hop uh, for a long time. For a very yeah. long time. And I it's think that 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 hit me too. Yeah, and we'll get to that, man. I think because it's, it's some interesting stuff that I read that I definitely want to share with the audience today. So real quick, guys. So there are two rounds of voting with the Grammys. They happen in October and in December. It's a whole long process. You can go to this Grammys Awards website. I'm not going to read it but I because I skimmed through some of it myself. I said, well, they, they have a system. There we go. So the general field, that's just like across all genres. Record of the year. So he, here's the thing: is I thought record of the year and song of the year were the same, were the same, but they're different. Record of the year award to the artists and to the producers, recording engineers, and or mixers, and mastering engineers, if other than the artists. So that's when everybody go up there, you know. So everybody saying? except the artist. Well, it, it, I mean, I'm, well, nowadays the artist he touched the he or she touched the board. They are now helping produce that okay. thing. Yeah, right. shout out to Beyonce. And then uh record of so song of the year, though, that is a songwriter's award. So a song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. So artist names appear in parentheses. So it's like singles or tracks only. I never knew that. For whatever reason, I thought that was the same award, but two different awards. So record of the year, worship by John Batiste. He actually won album of the year a couple of years ago. He's a dude from New Orleans, and, and it's like it's awesome, really yeah. awesome music. Uh, not strong enough, boy genius, flowers, Miley Cyrus. Now this, I didn't know Miley Cyrus had an album out. I thought she was gone. <laughs> what was what was I made for? Uh, that's a Billie Eilish song uh, from Barbie. 
on my mama, Victoria Monet. Shout out to TikTok. That's a on my mama, on my hood. I'm like, that that's why that's big. That's on that's on the internet everywhere. Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, anti-hero Taylor Swift, Kill Bill Scissor. So what's notable is, well, I guess it's not a big deal because hip hip it's hard for a hip hop album to be record of the year. Well, no, records of the year. Like I'm sure Drake has been nominated for record of the year. But this been we talked about it a couple pods ago, or a few pods ago, how this was like a down year for hip hop, how there had not been a number one hip hop song all year, right? Okay. That hadn't that hadn't happened in 20, 30 plus years. Hip hop sucks right now. Yeah, it's well, it's it's all money. I got a Taylor Swift take that I, I'm I'm scared to put out there because you know these Swifties are real. But I'll just just let me rant for a second out. I was listening to a pod, and you know I okay, these people weren't black, so that, that that's the context of it. And they were saying how great Taylor Swift is, and I'm not saying she's not great. Like they're like, yeah, she sold the most money in a tour. I believe it. There's a couple of Taylor Swift songs that I rock with. You know what I'm saying? Me and the chipmunks be in the car rocking to these joints. But then they said is that Taylor Swift is was is is the next thing to Michael Jackson. And I was like, everybody stop. Stop right now. Okay, just because she's selling a lot of records and selling a lot of seats does not make her Michael mm. Jackson. Hey man, she's close. To, okay, she's closer to me to Britney they, Spears than Michael Jackson. They said that she's had like a $330 million impact on the NFL this season. Bruh, I mean, that's fair. Got you. Great marketing, but that's crazy. I, Michael Jackson, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that Michael maybe, Jackson. Maybe, maybe she is. I don't know, man. We're, we're getting Taylor. Don't Swift. get me wrong. I'm not. I couldn't tell you a Taylor Swift song if you played it for me. But I, I don't know if I can argue that, man. Michael Jackson, bro. See, if here's a thing, though. T- okay, we'll get into that. Because I'm not saying that, and that's why I've been very, very thoughtful about this take. Because I'm not saying that she is not impactful. And I'm not saying she's probably the biggest artist right now. Like, for real. So, but Oh, see, that's that's not, there's no, I don't yeah. think there's a debate. I mean, well, there's a debate between her and Beyonce. True. And I'm sure so, there'll be some, and they, they have, this can't be a clip because we can't have this on the internet. <laughs> ain't chasing us down for this crap. But it's like, you know, but, they, they, that's that, that is a debate, but it's, it's, thing, it's also too, Beyonce's had a, a very sustained run for a certain amount of time, I think the difference with Beyonce and Taylor Swift is like you don't see like I'm sure she's dating Travis Kelsey for real, but let's not act like it's not like a beneficial arrangement that you know this is for the NFL, a lot of exposure, so on and so forth. With Beyonce, you know she's of that old era where it's like you make a record and then you hide and you only see people, you don't even say nothing, you just walk through the crowd and they just hope to sniff your air, right? Taylor Swift is not; she's interacting with people. Yeah. And that she in she's at the Beyonce at the would game. not be in a box that no. with people. It, she no. just wouldn't be there, dog. Just wouldn't be well, there. Well, they've been to NBA games, fam. They on the front row. They looking straight ahead. Julius, whatever body got. Well, you can't five, sit. You can't but, sit in the front row of a football game, though. But but what I'm saying is, I don't think all these people would would would. I don't think Jay and Beyonce would be in that space of just regular people. Shout out to the regular people in the world. Like it has to be like, you know, Kevin Hart. Yeah, there's no there's no sneaking out of a football stadium. Nah, uh, at a skybox, it's not happening. 
No, no, no. Everybody's gonna wait. They just wait. Yeah, man. Yeah. So no, but so I made the take about Britney Spears because this was why. Because we forget, we see, we think of Britney Spears now, and she is like, you know, she's having a lot of troubles going on. But Britney Spears, when she came out and that she had a run, it was like she was the she biggest did. thing in the world. But Taylor Swift is bigger than than what Britney was at that point. In late late nineties, Britney Spears, she's she's. But don't does inflation affect this? That. And again, I, and I, and I was checking myself. Am I hating? Right? I was like, Am I hating? I don't think I'm. It's just to Michael Jackson. I I think she's in that. She's 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 at least in that stratosphere. You you bugging man? Uh-huh. So but, but okay. So back to back to the uh, nominees. So album of the year. Now, any of those records? Did did you know any of those is? No. Okay, album <laughs> album of the year. So award to artists and to a featured artist as well. So a featured artist gets a um a Grammy as but well. But people don't make albums anymore. Well, these people did. World Music Radio, John Batiste. Okay. The record boy genius. Endless summer vacation, Miley Cyrus again. I thought she was at the crib somewhere. Did you know? There's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. Who are these people? The Age of Pleasure, Janelle Monet. Wow, that's pretty dope. Guts, Olivia Rodrigo, Midnight's Taylor Swift. I mean, she might win. SOS Scissor. Shout out to Scissor, man. Song of the Year. A&W, Jack Antonoff, Antihero. Uh... Oh, so again, this is a song. This is like a songwriters award. So the song A and W by Lana Del Rey, Anti Heroes, Taylor Swift, Butterfly, John Batiste, Dance Tonight, A Man by Dua Lipa. That's a chipmunk, yo. That's a chipmunk hit in the house. Dance Tonight by Dua Lipa. We love that song, man. Never, hey. never met him. Uh, well, that's a her, and oh, she's sorry. attractive. And uh, that's a chipmunk jam. So the rule for chipmunk. And I don't want this to be seen as like I'm throwing shade at these people. I just I'm not. I'm not up on music, man. I don't even know who that man is. Okay, S. (laughs) Thanks, S. Jeez, it's not. This is not. I just. I'm my Taylor, on, my I'm Taylor take, music, man. and you call him Dua Lipa, man. It, this is the last episode we gonna have, bro. I'm just uh, not up. I'm sorry. I apologize. Geez, this can't be a clip either. So, uh, no. But uh, <laughs> the Chipmunk uh, playlist, we got Chipmunk City. I have a rule: everybody gets one repeat. Because before, it's like they want to hit a song five times in a row. Like we not doing that. So they not they're not on the same page. No, they on the same page now with the one repeat. That's the rule. Say so everybody gets one because we ain't the, we ain't in the car that long for you to hear a song five times. Like, come on, man. So one day this Dua Lipa came on. I never requested a repeat on Chipmunk City. I was like, hey, uh, Daddy gonna use his turn on the Dua Lipa. That's a song as a jam. Uh, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, Kill Bill, Scissor, Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, and What Is I Made for Billy Eilish from Barbie. I mean, Barbie's having a heck of a year, man. Oscars, noms, Grammy nods. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty dope. Best new artist. I'm not going to read them all. I'm probably going to read the ones you know. Uh, Ice Spice got nominated. I Shout know who out. that is. Okay. Yeah, I, I know you know. Uh, Coco Jones, you know, if you saw her face, you know who she is. She was I've, on Bel Air. She is I've Hillary from oh, Bel Air. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, okay. I go. got you. I got you. Victoria Monet. Yes, she, she has some really great songs. I mean, I don't know. I know the Oh My Mom is a popular is song. She, is she related to 
Janelle? No, spelled differently. Hers M O N E T. Oh, hers M O N A E. Okay. Janelle Monet. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, and now people would be saying Moet. Yeah, I got, I got, I got it. Yeah, yeah. it should be Moet. Uh, yeah, man. So they got producer of the year, non-classical. You know, all all this. this I remember. So Hit Boy, he got nominated for producer of the year. That's pretty dope because he did all those Nas records, man. Yeah, so like they put it on that uh, Dreamville songs, King Disease Three, Magic Two and Three. Shout out to Hit Boy. That's gonna be pretty dope. Metro Boomin, he was uh he's nominated for producer of the year. That's pretty hot. I think the producers they they like to get that uh them Grammy awards. You know what I'm saying? That's how they write to. Send oh, that's that a big deal. Up. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, so now, just with the R and B category. So now, field three of the Grammy Awards, we have R and B and rap and spoken word poetry. So the best R and B performance, you got Chris Brown. So this is for a new vocal or instrumental R and B recording. So "Summer Too Hot," Chris Brown, "Back to Love," Robert Glasper, which is a jam. Uh, I see you, Coco Jones, Kill Bill, Sizzle. So I'm reading on this for a reason because I'm gonna bring it back to a point. That's been going with the Grammys lately. You got, you know, all these traditional RB performances, Babyface, uh, Victoria Monet. She might clean up, man. I've I've read her name a bunch of times. She getting the Grammy. I'm leaving with something. As, you know what I'm saying? She gonna have a Grammy when she leave the house. Shout out to PJ Morton. He's won Grammys. He's nominated again. Scissors been nominated a lot. Uh best I like R&B. I like PJ Morton. I mean, he's he's great, Big man. Fan. Best R&B song, uh, Angel, Halle Bailey, Back to Love. That's a great song. Robert Glass for featuring Sir and Alex Isley. Alex Isley is the daughter of one of the Isley brothers, the guitar player. And she has beautiful music. I mean, yes. Alex Isley, y'all. Check her out. Coco Jones again. Victoria Monet. uh, SZA again. So it's a lot of R&B albums in here. And so, you know, and I want to shout out to a jazz album that got nominated with Adam Blackstone. He's like the leader of like this. They do like a house band sometimes, but they they are a live band. He had a version with uh, Leslie Odom, Fly Me to the Moon, that I love. Um, that that was, He did, did like this music compilation. Jasmine Sullivan was on there. It's really dope. He got nominated for a Grammy as well. So I mentioned it already. You know, I... My guilty pleasure for music for this year has been Dua Lipa. I don't care what y'all say. One day I was in the gym. You would thought I was listening to M.O.P. You thought I was listening to like, you know what I'm saying, some real hardcore hip hop. It was Dua Lipa. Pop all all in my head because it was like, I love this stuff. But uh, that's, that's why I like the Grammys because I might hear something when I was watching it a lot. But I might hear a song that's like, I never heard this before. You know what I'm saying? Because especially now, we get caught into our algorithms when it comes, even when it comes to like, you know, our social media pages, we think we've seen everything, but we're seeing like just what the algorithm says we should see and what we like. Hence this Tubi rabbit hole I was in early, <laughs> earlier today. And I was sending the clip after clip of uh, hilarity. That was from, man, I can't wait to watch. I, I, I got a weekend. Listen, I, I kinda, can't wait to watch some Tubi this weekend. <laughs> Dude, excited to do it, man. Again, man. Should, should have a part about that. Just, just throw it out there. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, it's like I love to watch the Grammys because I might hear like a country singer. It's like, man, that person is great. 
You know what I'm saying? It's really fantastic. And then you look it up and now you got a, a new favorite, like a pop song that you just never heard. Because even though it's not music that I may particularly search for, I think music is still great. And, and no matter, you know, if it's good and it's made with, you know, it's made from a passionate place, it's made from a place that's just like, I want to get this out. Everybody can rock with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's a lot of songs that you have that people don't think you know the words backwards and forwards to. Like, for example, y'all know if you notice, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. Like, I'm a big, I'm crazy Bon Jovi fan. I saw Bon Jovi in concert when I was working at sales. This was years ago. I took some clients. So we were in the box. And I'm looking like, I'm singing these songs like my mama played them on Saturday morning. You know what I'm saying? I mean, full throat, pause, uh, you know, from, from the belly, man. Pause again. Just singing these songs. And I, what's wild is John Bon Jovi was walking through the crowd is kissing the women as he sang. At first, I was like, okay, maybe he's doing this for the front row. The way the stage was set up, it was like paths all over the the the, the venue, the United Center. He's walking down. And the, I guess that was the bad because the women were just coming up, giving Bon Jovi, obviously it's pre-COVID, giving him a kiss. And I was like, okay, this is what you do the whole show, fam? You just... You just know, gotta go kiss these women tonight. Uh, let's get <laughs> let's get to it. So after dinner, alive? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll be ready then. I'll be ready yeah. by then, man. Get her. Get her. Yeah, yeah. Not her. Mm-hmm. Definitely her. Her right there. <laughs> she yeah, actually, actually, get her number, dog. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Before, before we leave, before we leave, <laughs> that show was fantastic. So you know, but we talked. We kind of touched on it in the beginning, man. Um. How you because you said it, you know, you really didn't watch the Grammys because they didn't really connect with hip hop like that. I mean, it didn't. It's like, you know, it's like those awards weren't shown, or like that time Macklemore won over Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? Or just it's like, what is happening? Who who is voting on this stuff? I actually got a Macklemore song that I do like though. That's okay. He still didn't want no Grammy over Kendrick. He knew it. No, he no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm definitely he got up. He not was saying like, that. wait, y'all, did y'all he, say- he didn't even believe that. But my name? he's got a song that on his latest album with uh uh DJ Premier produced it. And it's it's, it's decent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is from the wiki, so take it as it is. But since the inception of the Grammys in 1957, only 11 black artists have won album of the year. That was wild to me. Since 1957? Yes. 11. That's black it? Artists. That's it. You can probably guess the I can 11. guess. Let me see. I know Michael Jackson's on there. Yeah. Once. Uh, for Thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Which, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, album of the year. Uh, black artist. Uh, so the first. So it's, it's looking maybe, like. Maybe a Marvin Gaye. Nope. The first black artist, according to this, was to win album of the year. So we distinction. That's the a very, big, the very first since Stevie Wonder, nineteen seventy four. Seventy four was the first time. That's that's the year they got wow. to see. Wow. Okay. So he won it. So now, but he was cooking though. Is that like once he once he got on, he ain't let it go. So seventy four Intervisions, seventy five for Fulfilling's first finale, and in nineteen seventy seven for Songs in the Key of Life. I mean, what about what about an Earth, Wind, and Fire in there? For album of the year, no, yeah. no. So I'll read them all. So Stevie, one I read those three for Stevie Wonder. So gotcha. that's 
got eight left. Michael Jackson, Thriller, in 84. Okay. Lionel Richie, Clint, Can't Slow Down, 85. That had to be the Dance on the Ceiling, right? What's his name? Yeah, Dance on the Ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hello. <laughs> that, that video still cracks me up to this day. It's just like, oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Wait, wait, What's wait. It? Michael Jackson won for Thriller in 84? Yeah. That's what I thought the album came out in 82. Well, that's what it says. We're also, we I think about the voting, eligibility, that kind of stuff. So who knows, man? That's I'm just reading this. It's on the. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just, but you know, I, you think about that though. The album came out. It dropped in '82. We were still getting singles up until at least '85. I want to say. But I'm, but it still could have won a. I mean that that well. To, I see the point you're making, but I mean they could have could have won a Grammy and still kept going because I quite notably remember Usher didn't win. For yeah, for uh, uh, what was that album called? Confessions. He didn't win. Ray Charles, the, after he died, he won. That still blows my mind. And uh, but like Usher just kept th throwing out singles. Confessions, one of my favorite albums. Y'all, he got robbed, man. He got robbed. I never forget. Jermaine Dupree was like, he will never make an album like this again. I nah. thought that was foul, but he was not that, wrong. It's that like, was that was his thriller. I mean, it was it's that's really one of the best albums ever made. Like, not even not even joking, man. Uh, Quincy Jones. Oh, back I see. I'm sorry. Thriller came out in, in late November of '82, so it probably yeah eligibility thing. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it was. so because it, 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 it was wasn't four. For it was 80. four eighty three. Right, because it wasn't going to be the ceremony was in '84. Okay, yeah. I got you. So uh, Quincy Jones back on the block. So that's all that I think that's that Tevin Campbell song. That's a good album. Yeah, the Tevin that's Campbell song, bad. the Barry White song is on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Just, man, that was a, that was that was a good album. Natalie Cole, Unforgettable with Love. I was, you know. Oh man. Yeah, Whitney Houston, the Bodyguard soundtrack in '94. Lauren Hill, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and again. I know we think of Lauren Hill's being late, but she was a big deal, dog, in 99. That, that was a huge, yeah. yeah. And that was a big deal that she won, right? Because it was like she was rap, but she was also a rapper. This one, I was really like happy when Outkast won for Album of the Year for Speaker Box Love Below in 04. And they deserved every bit of that. A wonderful album. Great album. I mean, both sides, like straight up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful. So Ray Charles, Genius Loves Company, 2005. That was uh, Herbie Hancock won. I know he was like, wait, I won? In uh, two, 2008. John Batiste, now, 2008, Herbie Hancock. And I just wait told you, John Batiste won. Uh, we are in 2022. So 14 years have passed for another black artist. They won album of the year. Okay, what, what, what album would you have thought about the one that, in that time span, though? I mean, so I haven't I have an issue with the first black artist not winning until seventy four because there's so much good stuff for you're saying during that time frame what forty years before that right? But I mean, so listen, you so from oh from oh eight to twenty two, so there's a gang of Missy albums. There's a gang of uh, not album album of the year worthy. I'm, I'm I'm throwing them out there. I mean. Beyonce threw some albums out there from 14. Okay, there's some Beyonce albums in there. But that's actually going to get to that. Uh, you know, Usher's album. Which um, one? Confessions. That's still in that sound. Wait. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying 2008 and beyond. Confessions was like 03. Are you right? So, so Jay Z albums? Mm -hmm. 
I'm with you now, but I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm, I'm with you, but I'm but it's I'm sure there's something we're probably I'm probably just not thinking about. It. I'm sure the audience is screaming at the at the yeah. At I'm the, sure. Yeah. Right now, like you forgot this album that would have won, but still. So from 2012 to 2020, statistics show that black artists received only 26.7. Of nominations for the awards show, while they were representing over thirty-eight percent of all the artists on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts, so the math just yeah, that don't add math. Yeah, man. I, I got you. And so then, so then there's some questions. So now you were talking about this some questionable album wins. So, so Beyonce's self-titled album lost in 2015, lost to Beck's Morning Phase album of the year. Lemonade lost to Adele, uh, her 25 album. And Beyonce's to Renaissance. I give you that. Beck, Beck, really? Yeah. Beck won an album of the year. Yep. And then, and then I remember Harry Styles won last year because it was the, it was like over Beyonce's Renaissance, um, and it was like that had that had to be a big record for it to beat. Renaissance. Was Renaissance a good album? Was it a great album? I mean, I'm sure people people it seemed to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I. I I, I still, I'm still fond of Beyonce. I'm just, you know, I, I listen to a record here and there, but I'm not. And I'm not, I'm not trying to. If people think I'm trying to be funny or something, no, I'm, I'm asking. No, 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 yes, no, no. I, I will say, I think I, it was pretty cool. You know, I think I, I just think probably my taste is changing. You know, what I'm saying, and I think it's more, it's, it's just not for me anymore. And that's cool. That's totally fine. I think it's still a good, it's a good record. Look at us, look at us trying to uh, have all these disclaimers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just, cut off our show. I'm just putting it uh, out there, man. I'm not. Now, I'm listen, not trying to be funny. But here, so again, Michael Jackson's off the wall because that's that was his motivation for making Thriller. That's why Thriller is so rock heavy because Off the Wall is a banging album. It is. He did not win, and he said, it "Okay, is. bet I I see what y'all want." And he made Thriller, and won. I still say Thriller is the better album. But nah, but you crazy. Off the wall, no, you crazy, bro. It's we, a, I think we we've had this discussion before. We had, right? we've had it. We and we still stand yeah. on the same blocks. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, we got off, off the wall. In. Hey, I off the wall is a great album. No, 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 no sleeping there. But. Hold on, I read this wrong. Michael Jackson's Off the Wall and Princess 1999 were not even nominated. That's interesting. I would love wait. I would love to hear what was nominated in uh Off the Wall was what 77? 78? 79. 79? Yeah. Off the wall was 79? I think so. Yeah. Huh. The thriller was 82, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were about three years apart. Okay. Uh, some other ones like so. Kendrick Lamar, we talked about that losing to Daft Punk. That's losing album to get a Daft Punk. That's even I. I, I uh, that was the album that uh, Pharrell worked on, though. I kind of rock with Daft Punk. That was that was yeah. I can't front. Sorry, Kendrick. Uh, that's so, still my wait. That's still my my ringtone to this day, partially because I don't know how to change it. But gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then, oh, right, that's the same. So Kennedy did not have a good, a good year because that same year he lost album of the year to Daft Punk, and then lost best rap album to Macklemore. So he was like, "I'm never coming back." Y'all can have it. <laughs> <laughs> and then to Pimp a Butterfly lost to Taylor Swift 1989, and then his last one lost to Bruno Mars 24 Karat Magic. But yo, what nobody beat Bruno Mars that year. That's just. When that twenty four karat magic record came out, well, nobody beat him. Just go, what up? Nineteen ninety nine came out a month before Thriller. Oh well, he didn't have a shot. Yeah, sorry, but I mean, not even nominated though. It's not, it's not, it's not to win. He wasn't even nominated. 
And he didn't win for uh, Purple Rain. Didn't get nominated, did it? I did. I didn't see Purple Rain. I not at all. So I'm gonna read this part straight from this article because I thought it was interesting. This is from the Wikipedia article. Others have argued that non-white artists mostly win in smaller racialized categories. Beyonce has 18 of her 22 awards within genre-specific categories, such as rap and R&B, categories that people of color primarily dominate. Ann Powers, an accredited writer for the National Public Radio, accused the 2017 Grammy Awards of systematic racism due to Chance the Rapper and Beyonce being the only black artists who won televised awards. According to Powers, there is a general notion that the music made with real instrumentation is superior to synth or sample music, or that standstill performances are outstanding to performances that incorporate dance. And so that a big, a bigger reason the Grammys were criticized recently. So remember the weekend had that big record after hours with blinding lights, like blinding lights was everywhere. And the track set numerous records, 40 weeks within the top 10 of the U.S., four songs, wait, four weeks of which the song was at number one, spending 28 weeks of top five, and it received no nominations from the Recording Academy. Hmm. Uh, the Weekend wrote, the Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me my fans in the industry transparency. Now, that's wow. And that's that's the numbers and the facts. You know what I'm saying? It has to hurt because this is where like it kind of gets like we talked about the Oscars, where like it's hard when the top award like you you, you know the Grammys is the top award if you make music like a Grammy is the defining award for what you do like no matter what you say about it that's just the truth right and um, it's hard because you want this award knowing they're not gonna recognize what you do you know what I'm saying like it's like to break through. Is wild. Like I think you made a good point. You t from nineteen fifty seven to nineteen seventy four, not a black, not a one. I won that. That and listen, dude. Stevie Wonder was putting out, had to put out. You see what I'm saying? Those are Thomas. It's like he had to put out a Thomas record to get to win. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, you know, I was listening to a pod about 90s music and they were talking, it's because it's the pod is called Songs That Define the 90s, something like that. I think I may talk to y'all about this, you know, when we had like a, a business meeting or something. And it was, and what struck me though is like, it really didn't touch a lot of 90s R&B music. And I was like, dude, you got this, this pod is fraudulent. Like how you, you know what I'm saying? It had a lot of hip hop, right? It had NWA, you know, it was like, but it was the stuff that you know was big. Mm -hmm. But it didn't have the stuff like, like we was listening. I mean, obviously we listened, but it wasn't like the stuff that we was listening to in high school. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, that was impactful for us. And it's, it had very, very little R&B. And it, the R&B, like it's, it had to be like, it was this multi-big selling. It wasn't like, you know, shout out to H-Town. You know what I'm saying? Like knocking the boost is one of the most impactful records ever made. People are never going to care about. And when I was listening to the pod, it's like, you know, it's if we live in two Americas because these these people were not black that we're having this discussion. And, you know, it's, we talk about all the time, black famous versus just like famous. And, you know, sometimes a thing is legit black famous, like a, a whole section of the country has no clue what this is about. But like black folks 
love this. They love this person. They love this music. Like, and it's like, how he's still making money? Well, he's still touring in Chicago, Detroit, New York. You know what I'm saying? He go to Roxbury and go to Compton. You know what I'm saying? So that's like he go to them, to them black neighborhoods. He she know what to do. And then it kind of gets into this whole, we were talking about this at work. Just about uh, a shout out to my coworker. She brought up this. We do these DEI presentations. And she talked about how, she, have you heard the term AAVE, African American Vernacular English? I'm probably saying it wrong, but it was pretty much saying like the vernacular that we use with each other. You know how pretty much, you know, you don't, you don't, you and I probably, well, your job's a little different, but most people don't talk the way they talk with their friends like they do at work. And she was saying, like, there should be some authenticity. Like, she's like, you know, I have these degrees. I'm this, I'm very learned. But so just because I say what will we be, what we be doesn't mean I'm uneducated. And it was the, the whole comp thing was like, you know, just, you know, those words are looked down upon until somebody that's not black uses it. So she had an example of like Wendy's saying, you know, bet or, you know, Using black colloquialisms that we would get quote unquote dinged for if we used them in yeah. a, a corporate setting, but like they can use it and it's cool. So we talk about popular versus appropriation. So I feel like I'm picking on Taylor Swift. I'm really not. Actually, I really think Taylor Swift is a wonderful lady and I wish all the best. But like there's a there was an article that credited her with swag surfing, like making it popular. It's like, hold on, hold on, dog. We've been doing this. Yeah, I saw it. Well, they they there was her and the and Chiefs fans. Yeah, yeah. And it's like stop. And it's like, no, that didn't happen. And then I saw I read uh, HBCU's been doing this for 15 years now. And and I read an article about like the, they talk about the Kelsey cut. Like his haircut is it's like, but he just got a he just got a fade. He's got a fade. Yeah. That's all it is, dog. <laughs> it was a while back. A while back. I never forget this because I said to my sisters, it was like it was a, a, a white woman who was like, Yeah, I have this new way to keep your hair together when you sleep. It's called the satin sack, but it was a bonnet. And I was like, My sisters have had bonnets. <laughs> And dude, but here's what was crazy. The bonnet was like a hundred dollars. I buy Brooklyn bonnets at Walmart, five dollars a pop. You understand me? But it was like, yeah, this keeps your hair together at night. And it was like, oh, I have six of these bonnet, hundred dollar bonnets, bro. Man, <laughs> wow, bro. But and then in a, in a, on a serious note, you and I talked about this as again. If you new new to the SDP, go back in the archives. We talk about a lot of stuff. We reference a lot of our old pods. But we talked, it was one episode we talked about how those black TikTokers were protesting the platform. It was like they may be coming up with a dance or some kind of routine or what have you. And then a white creator, content creator, would take the same dance and routine and then get paid from it, get millions of views. And, and then, of course, they could like the black person where maybe had only maybe 5,000 followers that had big enough impact, but they created this thing. And this other person would now be on TV. They getting deals from it, and they're never going to credit the person that's from it. So it's like this is sad that this continues to happen um, in our culture. And like you said, I'm sure it's people, you know, a lot of black artists who made music, who helped other artists get on, and they never got the award and recognition these other people did. Man, so it's I understand the frustration with these artists and the Grammys, and I understand the conflict, right? Because you want to be recognized by this group. Cause it just it just solidifies what you've done and what you've been working toward. Like I mean, you know, again, I'm sure if Usher had a Grammy, but Usher doing well, so I'm not crying for Usher. 
but I'm sure like he would love to have a Grammy for an album. I think he probably did win a Grammy for it, but he should have won album of the year. That's just ain't no way that Ray Charles album should have won over uh, Confessions. That's, that still blows my mind to this day. But we've been talking a lot about music and we've been talking a lot about just, you know, hip hop, R&B. I wanted to end on a lighter note um, because you know, as you and I, y'all don't know this. As wants to be an R, if he could, if he could, he would be an R and B singer. Like y'all just don't know this. The dude loves R and B. We all know, nineties R and B is the best. Like that's not even a question. Uh, that's not even a conversation. It's, I it's, went, I went down a rabbit hole the other night of just yeah. just nineties R and B. Oh my god, it happens, man. It, you man. just you you can't you can't leave it alone, bro. It's and, it's and it's the then, best. And then saw some of the producers. Oh, yeah. That were on some of these tracks. Oh, crazy! When we were on a plane. You told me you listen to a playlist, uh, right? Yeah, we go for, well, yeah of uh, because that data data do it too. You like, yo, this is, you produce these records. Um, well, it was, it was you know what the, the what what blew my mind. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent here. That's all good. I was listening to um different. They had different producers playlists of their of their top tracks, mm -hmm. and you know they had a DJ Premier and they had Pharrell. Yeah, that Pharrell one is, is cool. But then they had a, a, a Chad Hugo. Oh, you told me this, yeah. And like all the hits that we think of that, are, oh, that's a Pharrell track right there. They were all under Chad's. Yeah. So I don't, I I know, you know, the the, uh, the Neptunes, you know, they it's a collaboration, but. But now they go off on their own from time to time. You know what I'm, I'm saying? But, the, the, but, but all the great stuff. Uh uh, I think grinding and and uh, uh, wait, they just created that to Chad. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a net. Seriously, yeah, look at that, that was Chad. Yeah, you might have to look at that, bro. What? I'm saying, I'm saying. The, I mean, the Neptunes. I got you. It's, I got you. I got. You. I see what you're saying. Collaborative, but man, I, he I, may I, have had the lead on that. I don't know. I still remember Nerd, and I know I've told this story. Shout out to George Jetson. We were in the club. It was like 30 people. And Pharrell and Chad and the other dude was the there. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> they were there and they performed it. I was the only one who knew the words because I, you know, I had to. I was thinking I was working at the plumber working for five, but I don't know. But either way, and, was, and Pharrell, I say, man, it's crazy. Thank you, man. Well, nobody paying attention to this. You, it's like man. now, if this happened, Pharrell to slap people. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta have a special ear to have the the true appreciation yeah. for for the the original NERD stuff. Yeah, 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 you know some of the you know some of the later stuff everybody caught on, but right, and they made, yeah, everybody everybody didn't know what NERD was. Nah, you know, true. going back to what was the the uh, the first the first EP they put out. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't think of it right now. The name of that's the, I think that's the one when we went to that concert they were performing that. And like you said, it's 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 no one ever really died the first joint, and then it's that the red I can't the red cover I can't think it of was, that. Uh, well, that's Fly or Die. Yeah, no, 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 no I'm saying it's Fly or Die the one before that that kind of their first in one. in search of. I think I think so. Those two, but, but I know the EP before that one. In search there was of. an EP, and then there was in search of. No, no, no. But the point I'm I'm agreeing with you in terms of like once it got past Fly or Die. People, right, that's when people, yeah, yeah, people get yeah. on. They kind of they and they they didn't veer as far into. I might go down an ERD rabbit hole tomorrow, bro, because that music is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like you really gotta love music 
to get it because it's weird if you're like, I just came for the beats. It ain't. It ain't. <laughs> it's not. Nope. It ain't that, bro. Nope. No, sir. But uh, but we don't. We talk about nineties R and B. But you know, I'm gonna talk about early two thousands R and B because that's. I think that gets a bad rap because it came after the nineties, but some good music came out. So. I did like a Google search of it. And so these are like consensus. I'm just gonna do by five or six so we can get me get the heck out of here. Okay. So number one, this not it's not in any particular order, it's number one that I'm reading. Crazy in Love by Beyonce, 2003. And I gotta say, as you know, Babyface had a song uh, like I'll pay your rent, I'll buy your clothes and cook your dinner too. So it's like a home for work. When I saw Beyonce, you know, I used to think Babyface was stupid for that. It's like, how are you gonna do all this? And go to work. What is she doing, bruh? But when I saw Beyonce in this crazy in love video, I understood what Babyface was saying. I get it now, man. Because it's like, who is this person on this screen? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, she was killing that video. And the song was crazy. And when it came out, it was like, yo. Oh, she's not playing with y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I remember when Bootylicious came out and, uh, you know, Desi's Child is having a little belly out. And it was like, okay, you know, it's cool. Beyonce ain't working out, but hey, it's all good. We we still take it out. When wait, she came wait, out crazy wait, wait, in love. Wait, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm talking someone. You talking about she, she, she ain't working out. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is this. When you look at like the Beyonce now, it's like flawless. Like okay. it's like. She was flawless then. Yes, but if you look at her now, she's literally like it's like ain't you know nothing is hanging out. She was like regular cute and bootylicious. You know what I'm saying? You see the point I'm making? I'm about to get dinged again. No, don't get me wrong. I was, I was, I was, I was a Latoya fan from from. No, but no, 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 no. The point I'm making is this. I'm, I'm just saying. No, no. Here's the point. I'm throwing it out there. No, no, no. I'm with you. The point I'm making is this. Because Beyonce always been bad. Let's not get it messed up. It's like it. She became like a perfect specimen, like crazy in love. On you know what I'm saying? I get you, I get like, you, I get that's all I'm saying. And it, not to say it was. I hey, I didn't notice. I loved it in Bootylish. I was like, okay, that's we doing. That's what we doing, Jack. When Crazy in Love came out, it's like it's like she. I'm a whole nother level here, and it was highly appreciated. And the song was great too. She just didn't look great. The song actually was pretty dope. Next next song, Let Me Love You by Mar well, is it Mario or Mario? I never know, man. He's I don't know. Anyway, Mario Mario. That came out in 2004. What's crazy about that song, it actually launched Neo's career more than it did Mario Mario's. Like Neo wrote the song, and it was like every time he sang it, it was like, Oh, that's the song Neo wrote. And it's like, well, who's Neo? And then Neo comes out and then has his awesome career. And th but thing with Mario, he he's a great singer. Like he did that uh, infamous uh, verses with uh, what's my man name Ray J, Pleasure P. It was just bad. Omarion, but they just it was insane. No, 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 I got it wrong. It was Omarion and Mario, and it was just pretty bad. But Mario, he just doesn't have enough songs. But he's a great, great, great singer. Family Affair, Mary J. Blige, 2001. No hateration, holleration in the dancery, produced by Dr. Dre. I just, I, I just, when I hear that song, I just think of Mary J. Blige, how she danced. Like when I hurt my knee, I was dancing like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, I'm just dancing like Mary J. Got my knee all jacked up. Next one is 
Cry Me a River. Justin Timberlake. Do you are you a Justin Timberlake fan? I no. got a confession to make. Oh my. Uh when InSync came out with Gone. <laughs> I was like, wow. This is this is these guys. This, this is, is amazing. <laughs> hey, it's a beautiful song, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. It, yeah. it, 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 they didn't miss. They didn't miss that. Listen, man, Justin Timberlake is great. He's. Are been... you kidding me? What's up? I'm sorry. I we got to go back. I just looked up Bootylicious. Yeah. Who do you think wrote Bootylicious? Outside of Beyonce, Beyonce has a has a credit on. Credit, it. yeah. Of course, you know she was like, yeah, put the the in there. You're not you're not gonna guess it. Missy Elliott. No. Nas, no. Give me a hint. It's a a seventies classic rock. I have no clue who. Stevie Nicks. From... What? <laughs> you should. You know what? Maybe you should. If it's not a um. No, it says composition of the lyrics. Stevie <laughs> Nicks. Did they bite the records of a song? You know how sometimes like they they people will take. A version of a popular song. So, did you think they 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 sampled it? Well, no, no. It's probably like so. You write a song that sounds like something similar, right? And maybe you take some of the lyrics out of it. You take some lyrics and put it in your song, but you have to credit them. That's kind of you credit them, then they get paid. I think that's right. Ain't no road she. Won't. Oh, you know, I, I see. Yeah, they no, they sampled. They sampled it. Yeah, it, it's that's no way. It's sample. no way. Stevie Nicks wrote "And My Body So Bootylicious." I stopped that. I was, I was like, hold on, bro. But they, but they have, they have it listed as a sample, and then they have her as a songwriter in it. But yeah, that's probably that probably was the deal, right? It's like you know, what what can we use for the sample? Put me credit me, blah blah blah. Okay. That's probably that's probably what happened. And, and I'm saying probably and whatever song, what song that they sample? I don't know. That's not okay. Yeah, I bet you the song that they sample is probably a couple of lines they took from the song and put it in Bootylicious. Hmm. But all right, go I'm, on. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But just take just no lie. Justin Timberlake is actually going on tour this year. I love Game on the Go. Uh, I I would I go. Hey man, I think I might I might make it this in June. That's just around your birthday, dog. But they have Cry Me a River, and I so I've been I try to chase my son. He is a, I, I will say it, I think he's a savant, man. He plays a piano, plays a trumpet. He's in a choir. He likes to be in musicals. He loves musicals. And so I was just playing Justin Timberlake for him to hear. And just to like hear like another a male. I play Usher, I play Justin Timberlake. And so I played Cry Me River and he stopped. Usually if I say Chase Usher, he's like, I don't want to listen. So I just have to play it, right? Now I, I understand my dad now. You just. You can't tell these little suckers that you that they, you like something because they won't like it just on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I played Cry Me a River. He was very quiet. He came down and said, hey, Dad, can you play it again? I said, I got you. Because that song is a jam all the way. And I, again, he don't. I would like to see him perform that song. You know what I'm saying? And Justin Timberlake, he killing with his trolls. It, it's it's like he he can't be stopped when he whatever whoever asked him to do this troll stuff was a genius. They just keep making these movies, and I keep going to see him with the chipmunks. So Usher's on here twice. You got it bad, two thousand one, and yeah, in two thousand four. And I got a confession to make here. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because they played it to death. That's not one of my favorite songs. You know, I never, I never liked it. I mean, it, it got it. Trust me, when it came out, I was like, okay, they rocking. Okay, cool. But it's like it was everywhere you went. Like y'all ain't got no other records. Like y'all, <laughs> I mean, ain't no other records in your bag, dog. Okay, all right. Um, but from, still, shout out to Usher, man. From that album, all all I need to hear is I can I can hear confessions. It's cool, but it's not my favorite. It's bad girl. Um, seduction. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it's made for. And um, there's that's one other. That's the album, dog. But you know, it's funny. Eighty-seven on one and confessions to me. I like off the wall and thriller. I'm not saying off to eighty-seven on one is better than confessions, but eighty-seven on one has some jams. That's that's uh. You got it bad. That's you don't have to call. Uh, as you remind me, tell him, man, 8701, people sleep on that one. That's that's his off the wall before he made a thriller. Straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Straight up. Absolutely. Last so the last artist. So this might come out of left field, but when I say it, you'd be like, yup, this person kind of shot a fight the early 2000s. Cause it's it's a woman. She doesn't get a lot of shine. Beyonce kind of stole her sound because she stole a producer. You probably know where I'm going with this. But I remember she didn't put out a whole lot of songs, but the song she put out, still a hits. It's A. Marie. Uh, 2002, Why Don't We Fall in Love is still one oh, of my favorite banger. songs. And I mean, man. And the thing the producer named Rich Harrison, so the story is, you know, they were just kind of like, because that was a point when it was like a producer had their person, right? It's like, I just produce for you. This is our, you know, we, this is our sound together. Like now it's like, I just gotta be, y'all can have it. You know, so whoever wanna can have it. But, and then she did one thing in 05, right? So it was like, A. Marie was cooking. It, even Why Don't We Fall In Love, that album that that's on is a great album. I, I would encourage everybody to go check that album out. A. Marie's first album. Cause it got a lot of hits on there that you just you just don't hear no more. That's that's what makes me sad sometimes. Is like think about all the music that like you just will never hear again, just because it never it never will come to your front of your mind to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's if you hear like that. Shout out to like these Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora playlists because they'll think of the algorithm just grabs songs. So so a song will pop up that you'll be like, oh my god, I haven't heard this. In years, you know what I'm saying? And you know every word to it, but it's just it just it comes to the front of your mind like that. But A Marie's Why Don't We Fall in Love and One Thing, uh all right, that's gonna end our list of just some of the hottest you know R and B, man. Her sister was at Hampton with us. Really? Yeah. Did A Marie ever come to school come to the school? I think she did, but it was it was like right when she was when when that album came out. I think she came oh, okay. Out. Okay. Uh, so it's like my sister got an album like yeah. So we yeah. Did, right, right, right. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, just, and then it just like it just exploded after that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. And then my man Rich Harrison started throwing uh Beyonce them beats, and A. Marie got upset, and then you, you haven't heard from her since then. But 2000s R&B not so bad. I mean, again, 90s is the best. So we not get, but early 2000s. Well, nothing to sneeze at, man. They and I mean, I, it's a whole list of songs I did I didn't mention, but uh, you know, it got a lot of a lot of great records. 
of Bed 2000. So enjoy the Grammys. Go down a rabbit hole like Ez and I have been doing with some 90s R&B, so early 2000 R&B. You know, we're we not sponsored by them, but Apple has a great, they when you play one song, well, when I do it on my TV, it happens. Play a song and they give you kind of the similar songs like that. And they also give you like different playlists to listen to, 90s R&B, same thing with Spotify. I, I suggest that you listen to those playlists because this music is great. Well, playlists and then check the credits too. Check the credits. On, right, right. So you see Stevie Nicks writing, right, writing, writing Bootylicious. He's Who like, knew? so my body is, I think Bootylicious Beyonce <laughs> work. Gotta work. Gotta work. Gotta work. Beyonce. Beyonce's like, okay, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pile. We do not take your listeners lightly. We are internationally long and locally respected. Wait, yes, we didn't do the uh, country countdown, man. Let's, let's, let's oh, do it real let's quick. Do Run it, it down. Run it let's down. Let's do it. Uh, so just in this month, we have been listened to in Canada, mm -hmm. the Czech Republic, okay. Mexico, New Zealand, Hold and up. Russia. That's Padania. So That's shout tough. out to, to whoever's in Siberia. Hey, you know, we keep y'all, keep, keep your head up. If you're in that jail, you know what I'm saying? That, they, yeah, gave, yeah. they gave you that. You got the Russian internet. Good good luck. <laughs> I mean, I, I would suggest you do other things with it, but thank you for listening to us. <laughs> Try to get the heck up out of there, you dig? Oh, man. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and you say, and, and now, awesome. in, the, in the country, you, you were telling me Oregon, right? We got a lot of people in Oregon listening Oregon, to Oregon, yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to y'all. But I, I really want to come visit Portland, man. I, that's that's actually a city that's on my list of places to visit. A lot to of, visit. lot of, lot of, a lot of visitors from Oregon and uh, New York and Texas and Ohio. So, yeah, all over the country. Shout out. Internationally, no, locally respected. We appreciate everybody listening. Make sure you leave us a review because some hater gave us a four somewhere. So, really? please, guys. Yeah, man. Somebody gave us a four. Who would do that? I don't know. Some hating. Y'all lucky my mom listened to this pie because I'd have said some bad words. So, man, <laughs> don't appreciate it, but I know somebody was just mad because we got a better pie than y'all. But, uh, you know, please like, review, share with a friend, share with a neighbor. Uh, you know, again, we appreciate every every time you're listening. Follow us on our socials at Super Duper Pie. That's on TikTok. That's on IG, threads, wherever we are. And make sure you like it and follow. Share with a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the pods, I think we got a great show, great pod. And, uh, you know, we'll see you this time next week. As I missed anything. No, I think you covered it all. Let's go. Take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. We do not complain. We make lemonade. That's champagne, real pain. Real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you a lie? Now that's champagne. If you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The Jay Silent is everywhere you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This is how you know you ain't perfect. Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.